Salutations from space, folks, and welcome to the Storytelling Podcast with your celestial navigator and host, Gemini Brett of More Than Astrology. It is Thursday, Thor's Day, September 8th, 2016, 11.40 p.m., and I'm coming to you live and direct from the shores of West Seattle's Puget Sound at Lincoln Park. The 25th degree of Gemini is on the rise. 25 degrees in four minutes. And I kind of like that space because that's the same zone that held the moon when I came in this time round. It is right in the sacred hoop close to the hand of the high man, Orion. And it makes me kind of wish that we were on the eastern side of the large hill that West Seattle is right now, because I would love to see Aldebaran and Capella. Sirius, not too long from the rise at this time. And if I do indeed record three in a row here, <laughs> perhaps we'll be in the east for the last. Right now, I think we're going to make our way up into the woods because we are running from the Pokemon people. Pokemon people, oh no! If you don't know, this is part two of a Jupiter and Libra slash Saturn square Neptune slash eclipse cauldron storytelling that so far has lacked starry stories. And we're going to start here with the Golden Mirror. It's wonderful advice I received from a beautiful man named Elliot at the Beloved Festival a few years back. We were speaking about judgments, and this comes to mind right now because tomorrow morning Jupiter will ingress Libra and hopefully open some windows for us to engage with a higher spiritual expansion, Jupiter, of peace and love and balance, Libra. Because I'm having a hard time with the Pokemon people, people. They're poking me. And why? So maybe you're hip to this trend and maybe not. I had no idea what the hell was going on when I first came down to the park with a friend who I haven't seen for a long time last week and he hooked me up with a smurf shirt that I kind of haven't taken off yet because it's spaced out smurf and an astronaut helmet and um, we were walking and talking stars gazing at the moon you know no we weren't because it was the night of the eclipse (laughs) but the stars were out and then there were all these lights in the park these bright lights from people's iPhones pointing them around what the hell is going on? I mean, like, scores of people. And I don't say scores often. And Keith said, yeah, dude, they're hunting Pokemon. I said, what? <laughs> and since, in this park where I spend many of my waking hours when not working at home, um, there's been the Pokemon people. Because there are Pokemons in the park. Now, I am just strange enough that if these people succeed in something they're probably not trying to do, which is to help the Pokemon cross from whatever realm they exist within, video screen land, into our own frequency of Earth, 
if they break the rules and start crossing over, I'm the kind of dude who's likely to run into a Pokemon in the forest, you know? And I don't want that to happen. But that's not my principal concern. My principal concern is that I love this place so much. It's a quiet place. It's a beautiful nature place. I saw an owl down here at the beach the other day. I've never seen an owl at the beach. I just saw a heron moments ago. I listen to these waves and see the stars. And that's what I do here. And other people do other stuff and I need to be okay with that. And it's really hilarious that I would be judging the Pokemon people for out here being on their phone. Because I'm often walking through this park looking at charts on my phone and recording readings for people. Or just like now, with this recording device in my hands, you know, am I really tapped in to my surroundings and being with this sacred space and the animals and the plants and the waves? Isn't the judge in me wants to chastise the Pokemon people for not doing, you know? So there's that thing uh, that's a great gift for us, right? Where... Our judgment for others is an incredible teaching of the mirror that will reflect to us. Maybe things that we don't even see about us. So, okay, if you don't know about this trend, I don't, I don't really get it because I haven't done it, though I have interviewed a couple of po- Pokemon people around the park and I've seen the screen. And there's this game where you just go around and you find these Pokemons. So I've had friends who drive the Ubers and the guys are playing it in the car. Um, I've seen it all around the park. I've mostly been at home doing readings, so I haven't seen too much of this craze yet. But I guess, you know, so, so what you see is like on this screen, there's like, it doesn't even look like the surroundings where you are. It's just like fields or whatever, video game style. And then... I don't know how, like, you follow your way to them, but when you find a Pokemon, I've watched people on the very screen give them, like, a a beach ball, (laughs) and then somehow they got points, and I guess you can compete with other people online. And clearly I'm doing a terrible job of explaining it, because I've never really played it, and I probably don't intend to, and I hope I'm not offending you if you are Pokemon people. And maybe you want to leave a comment on this podcast and tell us what it's really about. Now, one thing that I've heard is a great benefit here of being Pokemon people is it's getting people, video game people, out of the house. And it is true. Scores of people. I mean, I'm seeing, like, right now all these lights on the beach of people hunting Pokemon around midnight. Are they crazy out here with their technology boxes at midnight (laughs) the idiots shouldn't they be at the nest at home with their partner shouldn't they be one with the forest who would be absurd enough to walk around with their gadgets in this park talking to people (laughs) he's never met in the future I mean, is what I'm doing right now so different than playing Pokemon? Um, hopefully I won't play it in the way that some unfortunately have because my friend Keith told me that um, there was an incident in Southern California, I think, where somebody was following their Pokemon screen so intently that they walked off a cliff. And 
they didn't die and folks had to come rescue them and as this person was being rescued another person walked off the same cliff and so it was a double rescue so let's remember that as we engage with our simulated world and the phone screens and stuff that the real world doesn't stop for that Speaking about stopping, this is a lovely place where I never sit here on the staircase. So pretty, I mean, okay, one more like just judgment of the thing. Like, really? Like you need a Pokemon game to inspire you to come out into nature? Right? It's like, oh, families are hanging out, like hunting Pokemon together and going out to the parks and walking around. And look, there's actually a beauty to that, isn't there? We've seen how it is with kids in this day with a lot of screens and stuff. It's hard to strip them away. It can be hard not to want to satisfy the crying child or the bored tantrum with hey just watch this movie movies on the back of the seats and the airplane and the cars and you know so isn't that kind of cool it's like hey you know what you can play your video game and I'll play it with you and let's go do it together out here in the sun you're looking a little translucent we're not supposed to get like that in Seattle till like a week from now (laughs) all right so, that's just, I mean, the, the Pokemon people, let's not spend too much time there. But let's talk about the golden mirror, because this is a great lesson for me. So, the first lesson in these judgments, because this is, you see, this is this, like, Virgo-Libra cusp where Jupiter is right now. This is the way to connect these mysteries, one of the many, many, many ways. Seeing what's out of alignment. Observing it, knowing it, wishing to bring it back into order for the sake of spirit, you know, for the sake of the earth, for the sake of balance. Learning how to do that in such a way that it doesn't hurt others, scold them finding ways to participate with what they're doing and bring it closer to alignment. Peacefully, beautifully. Seeing how what you see in their disruption is actually a reflection of your own. Then cleaning up on aisle self a little bit. So it's kind of hilarious, yeah, that I can like judge the Pokemon people while I'm sitting here speaking to a machine. No offense. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so that ability to understand that our judgments of others are often the greatest mirror to help see within things that we have neglected to see that we are judging ourselves. And then to not be hard on ourselves about it. 
because you don't what two wrongs don't make make a right so judging other people you know what I suck because I'm judging them I'm so terrible great now you're like double judging and triple because the inner judgments are like magnified tenfold you know yeah that's bad math alright so how can we hold that presence of wow Pokemon people are annoying the heck out of me because they're walking around this beautiful park like disturbing herons or not even noticing the herons that magical gift because they're looking for fake animals on their screen oh wait a second I'm kind of doing the same thing aren't I maybe I should spend more time out here without my iPhone and the charts and the recording device and oh and maybe I should really have pride on myself for that I do Maybe I shouldn't judge my abuse of the English, of the linguished language in that last sentence either. Okay. So that's working with the mirror in a productive way. Because oh, cool, yeah. I mean, I bet you if I turned this box off right now and just sat here with my mouth closed, I'd experience this park in a deeper way than I often do. And I can honor myself for spending time that way too. Maybe I'm judgmental of these people too because there's something they're doing that I want to do. <laughs> this is the golden mirror, okay? So yeah, see your judgments of others. Don't run from them. Honor them. You're not just mean. Allow that to be a mirror to see in yourself disruptions in the force and don't judge yourself about it bring awareness to it consciousness to it this brings healing brings opportunity for mindfulness to change that's all done and now see that person you were judging has become your teacher and when you look back to them to speak wordlessly (laughs) gratitude Open your eyes again. Golden mirror time. You might just see a core beauty in that person. And here's the trip. The beauty in that person is reflecting back to you, your beauty. And that can be so hard for us to see. It can be so much easier for us just to project our disruption and that which we don't enjoy of ourselves onto the other people. Not even just as mirrors to help us have clarity and bring our consciousness to where we're out of balance but because we're so afraid to see the beauty in them that is reflecting our beauty. Because there's so much cultural conditioning to say beauty is bad, or knowledge of it is. So I heard about this practice and I loved it. And then I went to the airport, training grounds. And I remember seeing a woman 
all dressed in the full-on, you know, pink sweatsuit with pink written in 700 places, and I'm just fully in judgment mode. And then I looked down at what I was wearing. <laughs> and then I said, wait a second, where's the beauty? Where's the golden mirror? This woman is like the symbol of the awakening rose quartz heart chakra of the world, bringing light into the airport and the joy of pink. And I am that too. I saw a man on his cell phone, businessman dressed in that nice suit, waving his hands around, speaking at this loud voice for too many people to hear, not respecting their space. I saw that in me. I did the work. Then I opened to the play. This man was clearly training to be the conductor of the Celestial Symphony. I can be that too. Golden mirror. And it was like this. Still like the most beautiful golden mirror day I've had so far. And then it's time to board the plane. And there was a woman in front of me on the jetway. It was an older woman. And she had a walker. And she was moving very slowly. And... You know, there was enough room for me to get around her. And the old me, and perhaps sometimes the now me, would do that. Would hurry up past this woman so I could just be in the line and waiting again. You know, actually, I can't say that the old me would have done that, but there's a feeling that I want to. There's that difficulty and I could feel that brewing in the people behind me. Just walk around her. Why is she so slow? <laughs> you know, that vibe. It's so terrible. And for me, it was like, ooh, teacher. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm past the point of like these rapid judgments because I've been in training all day. Plus, this is this beautiful old woman teacher teaching me to slow down why should I hurry up just to wait again why not walk with pace why not enjoy this moment even though it is a moment in a airplane jetway and be there and be present feel the saxophone weight on my shoulder you know like the whole trip and then we get in the airport in the airplane and She's going to pick her bag up, and I help her put her bag up in the overhead, right? And um, and she thanked me, and she said, you know, I could just hug you. And I said, I'll take that. And we had this sweet hug. And there's a bunch of people on the plane, and they, like, melted. And they're like, ah, <laughs> you know, golden mirror. And it was very cool, because two of those people who really, like, shined in seeing that hug were my neighbors and we ended up speaking the whole time they wanted to know about me and I told them about astrology and I was drawing some geometries and stuff and um, and they both have become clients actually and are really cool people really cool teachers for me too so this I hope is one of the ways that Jupiter and Libra will show And really 
open us up to opportunities to engage not only with the reflection in the mirrors of the others as mirrors of self, but for that to be an opportunity of growth, not double judgment, of light. And that in doing the true work of presence, seeing in the mirror that in us that can use some attention, some consciousness, and releasing that, then to return to that mirror and to see the beauty behind that facade we painted and to allow, and this is the hardest part, ourselves to know the beauty we see in these people and there's always more beauty There's always more beauty as a reflection of our beauty within. And may we be this for one another. And so I'm realizing now that this isn't part two, but this is a (laughs) Pokemon people inspired Golden mirror preach <laughs> fast as we walk up to the woods. Thank you for accompanying me. And I'm guessing from what I've just learned at the Pokemon people mirror that it is time to turn this box off for a while and walk up here into the small grove of redwood trees that in many ways is my church and to be present for a time and perhaps to return tonight or later to share what I'm called to share. Thank you for sharing your time with me. This is your friendly astrolonaut, Gemini Brett, signing off. I will see you in space.